Michael Oshlink here with Dennis Storka. He's created an integrated reality-based personal defense and fitness system. How you doing, Dennis? Very good. How are you today, Mike? Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, before we jump into your program, programs actually that you offered, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this area. Very good. So uh, I'm currently an FBI agent. I'm in my 20th year. Uh, work at FBI headquarters. Been doing that uh, for quite a long time. Uh, now at headquarters, work in the director's office, working partner engagement, law enforcement partnerships, uh, fusion center partnerships, uh, private sector partnerships. Um, worked only in a couple places for the FBI. FBI headquarters in D.C. and FBI New York working drugs and violent crime. Uh, prior to that, I was in law enforcement for five years. Let's go kill Illinois just outside of Chicago. Uh, regular street cop working the street lights just like any other cop anywhere in the country. Outside again, outside of Chicago, very busy um, city. Not inside Chicago, but border the city, so it's uh, basically like you were pretty much still in the city. Uh, that type of policing. Um, and then prior to that, I was in the Marine Corps uh, for four years. Uh, did that after a year of college, and. Um, when I got in the Marine Corps, that's when I finished my college and went into law enforcement. Uh, now, obviously, been doing that um, in my twenty-fifth year of that, and uh, all along, I've been taking martial arts, uh, fitness, uh, uh, nutrition, shooting, uh, all that. It's what I do on a daily basis for my job in the Marine Corps, uh, in law enforcement, and I wanted to promote that more myself. And slowly but surely, went into traditional martial arts. Uh, Kempo, karate, boxing in the Marine Corps, obviously a uh, huge fitness aspect in the Marine Corps, uh, in law enforcement, uh, in the FBI. We'd like to see probably more senior law enforcement uh, maintain that physical readiness uh, maybe a little bit, right? Um, so we're promoting that always. And uh, I decided to open up my own business. Um, after training with um, many famous persons, uh, myself to include locally here uh, in in the area in northern Virginia, um, I decided to uh, open my own place and learn from many of those people. So I have uh, a lengthy background uh, in self-defense, reality-based self-defense specifically, Commando Krav Maga, uh, Gracie Jiu Jitsu, uh, multiple different fitness uh, associations or companies. Uh, Seal Fit is one of those. Uh, we have, uh, I have. Um, multiple different uh, kettlebell certifications as well directly with a private lesson via the guy that does all the training for CrossFit um, the ultimate sandbag guy Josh Henkin I can I can go on and on about uh, uh, the companies and stuff too and, and their websites and because I do promote all the people that I've trained with as well uh, not just me uh, I definitely would recommend uh, all the people that I've learned from as well uh, and then, of course, nutrition is a huge piece of what we do. I have multiple different nutrition certificates. I push the Nutritarian Diet. Happy to talk about that one further and all these things a little bit further. And uh, I also promote farms and shootings courses. It's a, definitely a holistic, uh, what I believe to be a revolutionary program because we take the reality-based self-defense. We add uh, grappling to it. Uh, it's all about surviving, not staying in the fight. The grappling uh, offers a great additional uh, component um, versus just stand-up martial arts. And um, then when you add in the firearms and being fit and uh, having good nutrition, it's all about working hard uh, every day. We really promote 20 to 30 minutes of extensive fitness, five, six days a week minimum, uh, as hard as you can, whether you're 19 years old or 90 years old, whatever that would look like.
One of the things that uh, I, I have to give you a lot of credit for is kind of your integrated approach, that you are bringing body, mind, and spirit, if you, if you will, into the program. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you're bringing it uh, in, in kind of a really unique way because most programs that attempt to do something along those lines aren't reality-based uh, um, um, self-defense programs for one thing. They're, they don't include firearms for another. What led you to start thinking about kind of the, a more integrated approach to these kind of things and previous to that, are you know? I have to imagine with your, your with your multiplicity of certificates and trainings and backgrounds, that you kind of walk through life kind of a network integrated thinker, before even creating an integrated program. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so no doubt about that. Um, like SealFit, uh, the five mountains, the five integrated training, right? Yes, we. I, I refer to our training as integrated training as well. Uh, I definitely believe that um, people need more than one thing, and so. Uh, I think the, without a doubt, um, if we were to rank what I do to be most important to, to like least important, the reality-based self-defense training that we offer, it also uh, encompasses mental training as well, not just physical training. Uh, as you get higher up in the levels, the work becomes more demanding. You become better at your technique. You start to learn more about um, more complicated types of attacks, not just the basics, then you learn the intermediate types of attacks, the advanced type of attacks. There's very different, uh, very much of a difference between a standard hole up someone's in front of you versus all of a sudden now you came in home at night, you get knocked down on the ground and you're on your stomach and you have a gun in the back of your head. So we're all about building concepts and principles in our system. And when you go up and you say, hey, you know, if I'm going to teach you how to take a gun away or a knife away, then you better be able to learn how to use it. And so that's why we incorporate uh, the firearms in it as well. And when you look at being able to survive the fight, uh, you may have to fight someone for more than two minutes or longer. And, you know, do something for two minutes that's extremely extensive. You're already starting to get exhausted. So when you're training for that, uh, that firefight, if you will, right, when you're training for that violent confrontation, that happens in our reality-based self-defense training. Um, you can work uh, jiu-jitsu the same way. We don't work our jiu-jitsu uh, very sport at all. We're working very street self-defense oriented. So we're, we're not a jiu-jitsu school, even though we teach jiu-jitsu. We add it um, to, to our, our, our system to learn more on the ground. Krav Maga in general, Krav Maga developed uh, by Amy Lichtenfield, came to the U.S. in 1970, actually taught to the Illinois State Police uh, for, for the, the first time uh, in the U.S. Um, the traditional Krav um, needs to evolve a little bit more, and there's a lot of different associations out there now, and people that have learned under Amy Lichtenfield that have their associations, and uh, what, uh, my, approach, uh, my approach is through Commando Krav Maga, founder Moni Isaac, and um, I'm a level eight instructor, U.S. director for Commando Krav Maga, and uh, we can't teach anything else in our Commando Krav Maga classes. So even though I have integrated training, it's not incorporated in that hour and a half of the Krav training. But we can incorporate additional jujitsu, additional fighting skills, that firearms uh, in different courses as well. The fitness component is definitely incorporated. Um, that's done for uh, a couple different purposes. One. In that violent confrontation, you need to be as fit as possible in order to help make sure that you have the best chance of surviving it. 
um, w without a doubt. And it also pushes mental training because the more that we push people physically, whether it's in surprise attacks, and I'll explain what that is in a second, uh, within our self-defense system or just the fitness aspect, um, when you can go for another minute, when you can do five more push-ups, when you can go another hour, when you can run another mile, whatever it is, that's the mental component of the fight. And you know, one thing I haven't mentioned when we talk about integrated training too, uh, it's the breath and it's the yoga um, because we have the hard and we have the soft. Um, this is what I think is very different about our, our, our gym as well. Um, not just the farms training, not just the fitness, but the yoga. And by the way, we're not for everybody because we get plenty of people that come in the door and they want that traditional martial art. And that's great. And I really promote that for the love of the art. It, it depends what someone's interest is in. But I'm all about creating warriors and people to survive um, and, and be that warrior again, whether they're 19, 59, or 99, uh, no matter what. So that integrated training of the reality-based self-defense, that hard fitness, uh, that functional fitness is what we uh, perform using kettlebells, sandbags, etc. We also incorporate the soft, and the soft is the deep breath and the yoga. That's the relaxing. We have to learn how to box breathe, our breath. That not just leads uh, into surviving the violent confrontation, the fight, being able to understand what you have going on around you, but all these things, whether it's that extreme fitness, whether it's the reality-based self-defense, or whether it's the yoga, it leads into your personal and professional life as well. It's not just about what you do in the gym. I incorporate a 12-month coaching program for my students as well. It's for them to understand uh, what is their why in life, what are their purpose, passion, principles. We teach them how to do what we do beyond our dojo. I want them to be able to, if they leave in a year, be able, if they leave in three months, know something how to survive in reality-based self-defense, how to survive the knife, how to survive the blade, how to swing the kettlebell. So we're, we're giving people the tools. They don't just come to class and, and show up. Um, we have uh, yearly challenges on every month in, uh, that we do. You just had one. We just had one. Yep. So we just rucked um, 10 miles Saturday night. It was a midnight ruck. Uh, with a, thank God we had a larger group. We needed it, actually. So, and we carried a 120-pound dummy on a stretcher for 10 miles. Wow. So, and we did it in, uh, actually, a seal-fit standard, just shy uh, for Mark Devine. Uh, three hours is what they would like to push with carrying your pack of uh, 30 pounds. And um, we did it in three hours and five minutes. We did take a five-minute break <laughs> at, at the half Slacker. We took a five-minute break at the halfway point uh -huh. um, for everyone to make sure they're hydrated yeah. and, and, and uh, march back on. Um, but uh, I think you wrote something down. You might have a question. Too. Yeah, so mm -hmm. um, I do want to kind of further dive into the warrior tradition mm -hmm. that you're, you're creating for your members to take into the totality of their life. But before we go there... It struck me with listening to you talk, I have to imagine that, you know, as you get higher in levels like you, you said you're an eight, you know, you get to some degree of unconscious competence where, you, you know, you're just, it's, you're in that flow state, right? Yes. Before you get there or on your way there, I have to imagine some of the mental training you do is really helpful for people who don't have that competence, who might get, uh, you know, anxious, nervous, scared, even for a moment. And then they can use some of the tools that you teach them to 
to kind of bring themselves back to the present present moment and trying to get back into their techniques. Can you speak a little bit about that? So I'll, I'll talk about the reality-based self-defense, and I'll give you a couple examples of, of real-life situations that students have, have actually used, like the deep breathing and the training uh, as well, because, um, again, it bleeds into personal and professional life, whether at work, whether you're dealing with uh, your spouse, whether you're dealing with the kids, right? But our reality-based self-defense incorporates what we call surprise attacks. And the surprise attacks are multiple attackers, not at the same time, but one right after the other attacking you. The lower levels do it for four minutes, and it moves up to seven, then 10, then 12, then 20. <clears throat> then when you go for your level eight tests, you're up for 50 hours, there's no food. Um, so again, every level moves up in intensity, uh, the attacks. And the surprise attacks show your competency. It's the unconscious competence. When you are 10 minutes into your surprise attacks, and it's just one and one and one and one and another and another and another, we're looking for immediate reaction. And we can actually start training this even at the lowest level with one technique. If you're a brand new student, I can actually start this type of training with you with the one technique that you learned that day. And then you build to two techniques. And that's all you need to do, whether it's a gun, a knife, or two gun techniques, or a ground survival technique, or a standing grab, a punch, whatever it may be. And we even train <coughs> our ladies program. We have a ladies-specific program, uh, which is Women's Commando Krav Maga. That program has a lot more discussion, and there's discussion about awareness prevention. Uh, and when I say a lot more, compared to our co-ed program, we have a lot more discussions. And part of that has drills. We drill more with them. And we, we will actually um, blindfold or have a woman close their eyes and walk them around a room. Uh, they're led, so they don't walk into any walls or anything, right? And then we actually surprise them with something, like a knife to their throat. And we actually listen to whatever they say that comes out of their mouth first. And that's about identification. A lot about what we do to get to that uncompetent, uh, uncompetent. <laughs> yeah, if I can talk today, right? And get to to get to this stage where I can readily identify and perform without thinking, right? Um, that comes with training, and we've all heard maybe for those that are in this business, the ten thousand hours that that we need to put in. But it's all about identification, and then moving towards whatever you need to do to resolve it. And the, the more that you practice, the years of training that you get, building concepts and principles, because we build concepts and principles in our system. It's very <clears throat> educational-based system. Early on in level one, we're teaching you a concept that you don't even know, that when the, by the time that you get to level three, it's like, wow, I just did this here, but I'm applying it in a different place. And so we're, we're, we're giving people tools again, we're not teaching them a specific technique. Our system's all about engaging and then disengaging. It's not about fighting and staying in the fight. So um, how do we take the, the training in class where it's one technique, one technique, one technique, and where you just perform it without thinking? And by the way, I've seen people totally exhausted, barely standing on their feet, being able to perform our, our, our defenses. How, so how do we take that? Um, that training. And by the way, sometimes we'll slap people up a little bit. We do some physical exercise. We make sure people are tired, right? So depending on that, that's all included in our training. So how do we take that type of training and then apply it to it to real world life? One of my students is a mountain climber. 
and uh, had an interesting experience almost falling off the mountain. Barely hanging on with one arm, but he's thinking back to his training. He's able to survive. He's done all these crazy challenges that we've done in the past, uh, like a burpee mile, rucking uh, for 10 miles with, with uh, a grappling dummy, etc., right? So he stops, he pauses, he takes breath, he, he captures himself, and he figures out, what do I need to do to get out of this situation? So um, that's pretty amazing. You know, amazing, right? Yeah, no, it is um, A very physical, something that could have really been a very bad situation for him. Uh, another, another student of mine as well, taking principles that we, that we learned, right, that warrior spirit, uh, the hard and the soft, uh, hard training, the soft breathing and, and yoga that we do as well, um, going to see the doctor, regular annual checkup. One of my students, he came into me at 300 pounds, he's down to 250, been yeah. with me for um, probably about 10 months or so, uh, nice. we'd love to get him down to about 200 pounds as well. I've had a couple students that have come into our gym like that. That's great. It's amazing. And uh, so he's going for his checkup to the doctor. He gets some crazy email, which um, not very happy. So his blood pressure, he can just feels hard and his blood pressure going up. And they take his blood pressure and it's through the roof. And he's like, hey, that's not normal. I, I'm a little upset. Can you give me five minutes? Can you give me five minutes, right? So they give him five minutes. He sits there. He relaxes. He does his five minutes of, of deep breathing. And amazing. Voila. Right back down, right? Nice. So a lot of what we do is, is to train for that violent confrontation. <clears throat> and during the fight, <clears throat> you will not be able to box breathe or meditate, right? Um, but we will box breathe and meditate before that big workout, before that big challenge. It's about thinking about what my task is ahead of me. Some of my students will do it when they come into class to get rid of the day. Our classes are late in the evening. So it's about focusing on what I'm doing right here and right now, uh, being present in the moment. So you can't be present in the moment if you're thinking about your job for the day, your spouse, or whatever else. I want people to work out as hard as they can and be focused on what we're doing. And sometimes that includes that deep box breathing mm -hmm. or even a few minutes of yoga to start our day to ground ourselves. Then we can focus on our self-defense techniques, work very hard, and um, have an amazing class. Where do you teach? <clears throat> So I teach out in Ranson, West Virginia. It's a small uh, community. Uh, it's, it butts up next to Charlestown, West Virginia. There's two small towns, Charlestown and Ranson. It's in Jefferson County. Uh, Harpers Ferry uh, National Park is there. We use that at the park and right across the park in Maryland uh, for a lot of our training, actually, outdoor training. There's some nice hills and paths uh, for us to uh, do a lot of the physical pieces. And we'll go outside and, and we train some of our self-defense outside as well. Nice. So. And I have to imagine you have a website? I do have a website. Um, actually, we just uh, moved forward with a brand new website. And our brand new website is modernerawarriors.com. And if someone was listening to this and they're unable to, they don't live in West Virginia or they don't live close enough in Virginia, Maryland, and you know surrounding states, um, do you do like workshops where they can come in to do a training? So I do. Um, th this year we started with, um, it wouldn't be for someone coming in, but we started a couple new things this past year. One is six-week challenges to get okay. people. It's, our, it's an introductory program for people to come in to see what we do, what our earlier levels look like, what does the initial fitness look like, what does nutrition look like. Everyone has a different reason to come. Some might be to lose weight. Some might be because I always wanted to try it. 
Um, some might be just, hey, let's do something with my friend, right? So um, we offer the six-week challenges that, that we just started, and we also offer 24-hour camps. It's a, it's a weekend camp. Uh, it's 10 to 12 hours each day. And you're gonna. It's a little more intense than the six week challenges because it's ten, twelve hours each day. But that's available for anyone to come in and fly in uh, to some type of event. Uh, I'd like to say that um, it, it's a, a bu- compatible or above and beyond some of the other types of races and things like that. One of my students is doing a Spartan race this weekend. It's one that's only like three to five miles. That won't take that long. There's other events that are from other companies out there like SealFit and Go Ruck, which are um, twelve hour events or longer. So we offer a two day course. 10 to 12 hours a day, and we'll go over gun, knife, standing and ground grappling, and different types of striking. We'll have some optional fitness day one at the end of day one, which will be a one to two hour uh, very intense uh, exercise. And our thought, by the way, for 2018 is to actually take that on the road. So uh, I have not determined the dates and locations, so I ask anyone that's interested to just visit our website. Right now, we have one more scheduled for 2017. It's actually Labor Day weekend. The founder of the system for Commando Krav Maga will actually be there that weekend as nice, well. Nice. And we'll actually be uh, seeing some techniques uh, that are not even in our system that uh, he's toying around with uh, putting in the system as well. That's awesome. Uh, for folks who might want to come in and do your 24-hour um, program, do they have to have previous martial arts or law enforcement? Great question, experience? great question, great question. So definitely not. Um, there's there's definitely enough room for me to have senior students that have been with me seven years that can train the most basic material because it's very essential. They can always, always, always train your basics. And uh, we'll start at uh, early level techniques on day one and two. We'll start to build some concept, and we will layer, layer, layer. The biggest thing about the camp, uh, again, it's for anyone with traditional martial art background, reality-based self-defense background, or no background. It does not matter at all. It doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you're 90 years old or whether you're, you're you do have to be 13. Uh, okay. we, we, do have a, we do have a minimum age. <laughs> you're we, 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 we do have a minimum age that we're, we're looking uh, at uh, for someone to be able to handle the course. But... Uh, uh, I'm excited about taking it on the road, too, right, and, right. and getting to more people instead of just having it at our location next year, too. So we, we typically have two of those courses a year. We do the Memorial Day and Labor Day weekends, and, again, I'm looking to expand that. So if anyone out there is interested and you would like me to come to your city, feel free to email me as well uh, at moderneraorwarrior uh, at gmail.com. Um, and uh, I'd be happy to uh, have discussions with people and, and try to bring our program to you as well. Awesome. Thanks, Dennis. Very good. Yeah, my pleasure.